0: It's daylight savings time, first day here in the United States, we've all lost an hour of sleep, and I'm a little tired, and I'm a little resentful, and I'm worried that I'm not going to do a good job because I am because I won't be full of energy, <laughs> and I'm just kidding, of course, but we're going to talk about sleep. It's just a coincidence that today happens to be first the first day of daylight savings time. And you know, everyone falls behind in their sleep a little bit once in a while, but do you toss and turn at night? Do you lay in bed worrying? I don't mean an occasional short night of sleep. Everybody gets that, right? I mean regularly. Because I was reading something the other day where 70 million people suffer from sleep deprivation. 70 million! That's how many people voted for Joe Biden. Maybe that was all them. (laughs) But for them, it's chronic. Not Joe Biden, the sleeplessness. And that's, that's not doing our country any good. Or the world any good. I'm still talking about the sleeplessness. Not only does a lack of adequate sleep prevent you from keeping your stamina up during the day, but there are enormous metaphysical effects too. There are benefits to sleeping correctly, but horrible harms metaphysically if you don't get the right kind of sleep. Even if you get enough sleep, it has to be the right kind. And I don't mean necessarily just REM sleep. They've studied all that stuff. That's true. I'm talking about the metaphysics of it. Sleep is something that you want to see that you get the right kind. And we think of sleep as something that's necessary to revitalize the body. And that's true. But there's way, way more to it than that. Way more. There are studies on what happens when you sleep. There's a release of hormones that support memory and the immune system. Your body repairs itself at a cellular level. Well, there's a spiritual equivalent to that too. There are spiritual reparations at night. And so you need to get the proper kind, the proper amount, yes, but also the proper kind. You don't need to have insomnia to benefit from knowing this. We all benefit from having a proper night's sleep. You can sleep sleep. 12 hours and all it'll do is give you physical rest. If you sleep too deeply, it's the wrong kind and you won't be getting all that you're supposed to. And if you find it difficult to sleep, you need to solve that. The best way to solve a chronic sleep problem is really much simpler than you might think. But you must find and eradicate the source of your sleeplessness because sleeplessness is not the cause of your waking discomforts or your problems. Tiredness during the day isn't a cause, it's an outcome, it's a consequence. It has its own consequences, of course, but in itself, it's just one, one of the effects in a train of negative outcomes that stem from the first cause, something that goes before it. Restlessness is an indicator. It's like an indicator light in your dashboard, right? Check oil or hatches open, but you can't drive that way. You have to rectify that. You cannot live that way either. Sleeplessness is telling you something. It's pointing to something underlying, something that'll be good for you to know so that you can address it because it's a brokenness inside. The worst drawback to it is not the insomnia. It's worse. There are longer term effects on the body and on the mind how you relate to the world, how you relate to people, to conditions around you, what you do in the world, your contribution, are you contributing, what are you packing into the stream of life, or are you so physically drawn that you're just sucking off the rest of us, just to feel whole, then you're a parasite, and you do suck. Once your sleeping becomes sufficient, once you're getting it right, once you're getting the right kind of sleep, the right amount and the right kind, that is a sign of the opposite. Automatically, it indicates that the underlying problem is solved. And you don't suck. You grow. You contribute something to the world, to the universe, to the planet. So we have to get to the cause. We have to answer it. We have to have a solution for it. A well-rested world is a better place, not just because we... Had plenty of sleep and we have more energy, but because we are the types of people who sleep well, we're free of the brokenness that would otherwise prevent it. A brokenness that has, well, it has other ramifications that affect our lives, the lives of others, how we work, how we raise our children, how we create. A spiritually well people are a productive people. We invent things, we improve lives, we improve the world, like Americans. Now you can ignore all this. You could just skip what I'm saying and just simply drug over your sleeplessness. There are hard knockout medications available. You can get them from your doctor. He'll gladly write you a script for it. You can get it by telemed. You you don't even have to see the doctor. You can zoom yourself some Ambien. Doctors don't even want to see people now. (laughs) Ambien is popular. Seroquel. Nasty, nasty stuff. Drugs like these are dangerous. They let things in that you don't want in there. And those can take you over. And I don't mean to sound like Alex Jones here or something, but unless you're looking to have a conversation or a chess game with the gnomes, (laughs) we'll just leave it with that. Let's just say your mind's resourcefulness kicks in and things that normally remain at bay can deploy, and that's not desirable. And there are even over-the-counter knockout medications, too. Sleep aids, they call them, right? There's Somonex, and there's a couple of others. I can't think of the name. But they seem less drastic because you just get them without a prescription. And pharmaceutically, perhaps they are less drastic. But otherwise, they're doing the same thing. They're cover-ups for a problem that you may not even know you have. You can take the high road, right? You can go for the natural sleep treatments, the elixirs and the little potions. You can find them in teas and herbs and some food, sleepy teas, chamomile, They're all plant-based, right? The nice little packaging, the sleepy bear sitting there in his nightcap snoring. (laughs) Kind of cute, right? All just medicaments that are not answers. And they're apparently harmless to the body. How can an infusion of a floral botanical harm you, right? It's got to be healthy. So, well, perhaps there are some usefulness to some of these things because they do work and there's really doesn't seem to be any physical side effect to them, but there's a pharmacology to these, and we safely assume they're legit, and you'll feel better for a while, but that's only because your body is getting caught up. You've lost some sleep, and now you're getting caught up, for now. So the physical deficit is answered, but what about the other one? What about the metaphysical side, if what I say is true? Tampering with the pharmacology of your brain from a pill, or a test tube, or a potion made from a root, not a solution. It's a patch, it hides symptom. Or how about mesmerizing yourself with hypnotic music or seductive recordings, trance music, seductive sound effects, waterfalls, or babbling brooks, birds chirping, I don't know, bedtime stories, good God. Are we adults? All these do is conceal the original reason why you needed them in the first place and why you can't sleep well, and so you get worse. Even when you fall asleep, you're getting worse. Whatever brokenness there is, it's still there. It's still inside. It never gets better. Feeling better is not getting better, and a day will come, not a good one. And you won't even know why, because something was left unattended. So sleep is an extremely metaphysically connected event. A lot of people don't know that. I went to a doctor for a blood test a few weeks ago, hematologist. And she couldn't even talk about some of the supplements I was taking. She's not allowed to. She's not allowed to have an official opinion on them. I take a few things in my smoothies for reasons that I'll talk about one day. Fish oil and. What?
1: Your smoothie?
0: What? Well, I don't put fish oil in my smoothie. Okay. I take a few things for reasons that I'll talk about one day. Fish oil, resveratrol, things like that. Turmeric. But doctors can only comment on and treat conditions for which they're trained. And spiritual causes of physiological disturbances way above their pay grade. They're just not qualified. So you're not going to get this information there. The real solution is to get to the source of the problem. Now, you might expect me to say, well, the problem is anxiety and fear. Of course there's anxiety and fear. But that's not the complete picture either. That is a simple acknowledgement. It doesn't go far enough. It doesn't attend to the cause. Of course, anxiety and fear go along with not being able to sleep well, but these are not causes either. They're just more layers of symptoms. Now, you'll notice that when you toss and turn in your bed at night, that it's tied to thinking. Thoughts roll around, planning, scheming, music, worry, morbid thinking, happy thoughts, all of it. It's intellectual involvement, and it all transfers an originating energy, and that's the reason why you can't sleep. It's all tied to intellect, and that's a symptom too. (laughs) It's all tied to what thoughts transmit. It's that simple, and we talk about that in these podcasts, the things that induce your intellect. We also talk about the proper use of the brain as well as the abuses of the brain, abusing your brain power, abusing your mind, and the importance of keeping your psyche, your mind, your being wholesome and healthy. So we can talk about that. We can talk about anything you like. And Dan, we, uh, my son Dan is here, Dan Jr. We're also, I wanted to mention, we're developing um, a new app. It's in development. I'm not able to talk about it too much. So I would violate the non-disclosure provisal of my agreement with the Schwarzhoff Media Utility Research Kitchen, otherwise known as Smirk. Uh, We're including a module to help people who can't sleep. I can tell you that it will be different. And we can talk about that a little. My son Dan is the, he's got his microphone. He's manning, he mans the, the studio controls, but now he's also behind the microphone. Dan, did you get a good night's sleep last night? You know what? Let me ask you this How many hours of sleep do you get a night? I get upwards of seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. I was looking at this thing at Forbes. They have the uh, they have the sleep requirements of, uh, of successful people. Bill Gates, according to this, anyway, Bill Gates gets seven hours sleep. Okay. Right? Tim Armstrong, I don't even know who he is. Oh, he's AOL. He's AOL CEO, six hours a day. AOL, the current AOL CEO? Um, CEO it, and chairman of AOL Inc. I didn't know they had a CEO. I didn't even know they were still in business. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Maria Carey she sleeps mariah carey or i'm sorry Mar- mariah carey mariah carey she sleeps 15 hours a night no she doesn't that's what she says to no keep she her, doesn't she says she sleeps 15 hours a night in order to keep her voice in shape she also claims to have
1: 20 humidifiers in a room another problem people have when they have stress and anxiety is that they oversleep too so they'll sleep too much that's not good so mariah carey that's that sleeping that sounds like one of those deals yeah. To me. Well, she's a nutshell. job. So. There are some people with really nice voices who don't sleep 15 hours a night. That is true. So, such as myself. Well, <laughs> I was going to say that I read an article on a study that Phillips did. The company Phillips. Phillips the electronics company? Yes. Yes. Uh, it was a sleep study since COVID restrictions and lockdowns began. Right. And they found that 70% of respondents experienced One or more new sleep challenges, quote unquote, sleep challenges since COVID started. So 70% of people are having a harder time sleeping now than they were, you know, a year ago, a year and a half ago. Mm, That's pretty interesting because most of these people, you would think their energies
0: would be less. They're not commuting. On going to work. They're, sta- they're waking up and rolling out of bed and going you to mean, work. You mean their energy expenditures? Yeah, their energy expenditures are not that right. great physically. Yes. So, if that is true, that goes to what we talk about all the time is that it's, it, resentment is it's stress and anxiety. Yeah. It sucks the energy out of you. Right. Well, the, the resentment doesn't suck the energy out of you. You deplete your energy. You don't, you don't and, and this goes to sleeping too. You're not going to sleep properly if you're right. full of resentment.
1: And it's I think true. that as well as we know, this past year has caused a lot of resentment for people. On purpose, on purpose, yeah. This is just one of the ways that it shows: is that even though people honestly should have more time on their hands, they're sleeping worse than ever before. Hmm. So interesting.
0: I think that people are looking for solutions to sleep, and I wanted, I wanted to ask you: what <laughs> to about sleeplessness? To sleeplessness, or to right. sleep problems? Do you think? Do you think Mike Lindell has a solution to sleeplessness? <laughs> um no of course not No, of course not i mean he has a pillow well yeah i know but a my pillow is not gonna fix the kind of issues that i'm talking about no look if you have a crook in the neck or something like that if that's what's keeping you awake at night that might help right but i don't think that's i think that people have issues that are far more nefarious than that honestly for myself i really have no problem sleeping on anything you should be comfortable obviously yeah. but people are not losing sleep because they're not comfortable they're losing sleep because they're not relating in, right. their, in their waking world,
1: to the world properly, I could sleep like a Klingon, is what I'm saying. How do Klingons sleep? Oh, they sleep on a metal slab <laughs> with no pillow, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, one of the things I hear all
0: the time: Oh, I, I, I get eight hours, or I sleep ten hours, or whatever, yeah. and and I'm still tired. Right. Well, of course you are, you idiot. You <laughs> you're you're giving up your resources to other people, and you're yeah. you're not recharging. At, you're not recharging at night.
1: It's not doing you any good. There are times when I have been stressed out by something where I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I have trouble falling asleep. You almost have one of those like stress headaches when you fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And you wake up and it's almost like, oh crap, I don't feel like I slept. I feel exactly the same as when I went to bed. No change in energy. No, it's almost like your body was awake throughout the night. And your mind was awake, and now you've you've actually, you know, right, literally woken up, and you're like, oh man, I feel exactly the same, and and that's a terrible feeling. Sleep is enormously important,
0: right? And the point that I'm that I'm trying to make, and the point that we will be addressing in our app, by the way, mm-hmm. is that there's a. It's not just for restoration of the body. There's a restored spirituality that happens too. There's a there's a conscience rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. Uh, process that happens when you're asleep it's almost it's like it's almost like an educational process your 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 dreams do something for you and even biblically you look and, and you can see how God speaks to us in dreams right you know and dreams Joseph Joseph for famously but and others dreams are psychic they're not intellectual okay? And when we analyze them, we've reduced them to the intellect. And that's why they're very tricky. That's why people try to analyze their dreams and they, they, it screws them up. Uh, because e- the ego jumps in and runs interference with that. So you need the protection of your consciousness while you sleep. And that's why you need to, you need to fall asleep properly. You need to fall, I've always told you since you were a little child, if you remember, when you go to sleep, go to sleep awake right and i've always used that term because if you sleep too deeply then it isn't really sleep it's unconsciousness and that activates the intellect and you don't get the proper reparations mm. in your sleep so we'll, we'll, we we we'll talk more
1: about that in the future okay yeah oh so we were talking about covid and right. people being more stressed out and angry and and that's that's an obvious ramification of what's happened we've seen it in everybody really yeah I, I found this story it's crazy where here's a man in Virginia who is obviously a a Trump supporter who had a Trump shirt and a Trump pool float around his stomach and he was showing up to represent the president a pool float yes a, it's a it's a pool float with a big inflatable Trump head on the front what so he's wearing that so and this was after the election by the way this was like mid-November He encountered some counter protesters just two women and he got in some sort of altercation with them and he ended up in in an in a quote-unquote assault blowing air onto them he went up to them and went (sighs) (sighs) like that right so that's like a a covet assault yes so he COVID assaulted them right they ended up pressing charges and these two women and they said We had to do all the work ourselves we had to be the victims of the crime we had to be the law enforcers of the crime it was a pretty unpleasant thing and the truth is yes he he should not have blown hot air onto them okay (laughs) that is obvious we can't defend him blowing air because that is a rude thing to do to somebody it is very rude however people are reacting the wrong way to wrong things now people calling themselves victims and pressing charges and doing things like this when you should be in of the of the mental of of the frame of mind to to shrug some things off sometimes and say that's wrong don't do that but um, you're not gonna take them to court and go crazy and and make statements that i'm a victim and well they do because there's a lot of fear they're not dealing with things uh properly and and they're they're incapable of of a of, of a dispassionate action People who are upset are... They're incapable of a dispassionate action in response to somebody doing something crazy, like blowing hot air onto you. Right. That's an upsetting thing. People who are
0: already upset are easy to upset further Right. to make worse. Very simple, because they're sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably probably what happens.
1: So the news today is that, uh, or well, over the past week, is that they came to some sort of settlement. He is paying $3,000 to avoid about a year of jail time okay he's paying three thousand dollars to the NAACP uh for some minority scholarship and and that's just some anonymous
0: guy down there okay doing something and he's he's a Trump supporter so he's obviously he's gonna lose yeah that's just a fact right you have to be careful what you say and what you do yeah around people people in Hollywood are careful what they do and what
1: they say they can't say and do what they want they get in trouble all the time Yeah. Um, I wanted to address Stacey Dash. Yes. Who is a Hollywood actress, former actress. I don't think she does acting anymore. Um, She's a former actress? She might be acting again, but for a while she wasn't acting because she was a, a, a pundit on Fox. Right. And now she's come out with a whole apology, basically a mea culpa for being a Trump supporter. I read her apology and then I look at some of the things that she said over the past couple of years when she was pro-Trump and she was defending MAGA and on TV and on news stations doing that. And I came across something she said about the Charlottesville riot where... President Trump got in a lot of trouble for saying that there were very fine people on both sides, mm-hmm. right? And she's asked, how is this justifiable that he would he would say that there are very fine people on both sides? How How can you justify that? And her response is, do I know every person in the neo-Nazi party if they have a good heart or not? No, I don't. That's her defense. But we know that that's a complete misunderstanding of, course. of what the president said. Of course. She fell for the lie. She fell for the lie. She fell for the lie. She was commenting on the lie. And she was still, she was trying to support the president while falling for the mainstream media's spin. Right. Because the truth is, as we know, he didn't say that about the neo-Nazis. As he said in the exact same speech or press conference, whatever that was, he said, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis or the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. But do you know how many- But you had people in that group- other than neo-nazis and white right. supremacy.
0: he said that and it, it amazes me the amount of people the numbers of people who actually think that that's what is said because the media has yeah has taken that they've never heard the they've never thing. heard the whole thing and they don't hear it and they actually think that that is what he said it, right. it's amazing powerful media is so powerful that they can do that
1: they got her to say that neo-nazis might be good people so You have somebody that, in my opinion, doesn't get it and is easily tricked by the media. Right. So I'm not surprised you have somebody like that now apologizing for being an angry, angry conservative black woman. Well, it looks like you never fully grasped the MAGA movement in the first place. From the first place. Sorry.
0: Yeah. And she also, when people start doing stuff like this, their motives are also questionable because you don't know why they're doing it. They're looking to reestablish a career or make a career or something else. Right. And
1: they're looking, they want that platform to support them. The truth is, if she was angry, then she didn't get it because there's no anger in the MAGA movement. She did not not get it. Stacey Dash doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. Just doesn't get it. And- A man paid $3,000 for blowing hot air on two liberals. Okay. He got it. (laughs) Well, he's angry too. You have two angry people. He he got it up the wazoo. Well, there you have two angry people. Stacey Dash making some sort of crazy apology and some crazy guy blowing air on people. Well, that's the thing. It comes back to anger. It doesn't matter what
0: side you're on because you're going to have two sides. We've always had two sides in this country. Right. Uh, We are a divided country and we have found that to be good. That's how we engage in- Constructive debate we 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 come to the middle on things. We've always been that way, but if both if either well if either side is crazy That's not good. But when both sides are crazy and there are instances where both sides are absolutely out of their gourd. Yeah, We wind up with these ridiculous stories. People have defected from the United States and go to American media. We know those. We can talk about that maybe in the next podcast. Yeah, that's crazy, too. Okay. That's probably it for today. We have a place where people can submit questions for this podcast, don't we?
1: Yes. So go to schwarzhoffmedia.com and click the podcast tab on the top. And there's actually a form there where you can just put your name, first name, last name, whatever you want. You could just do first name and a question and there's a chance we'll read it out loud and and answer it or discuss it
0: thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye